Ecan Nation. How are you? Rob Howden here alongside, if we do this right, David Cole. Got it for another edition of Face to Face here on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you're just tuning in right now and haven't subscribed yet, smash that uh, subscribe button. Lots of content, of course, coming out on YouTube. We really kind of embrace this platform uh, in 2020 and 2021. So, uh, again, great to have you with us. Another Face to Face show, episode 40 of our face-to-face. -face. Uh, we just had a, cha a chance to chat yesterday with Andy Saisman from the Challenge of the Americas and the California Rock Championship. Today, though, we're going more mid-south uh, of the United States in a series uh, that's really growing like crazy, having a, a tremendous start to the 2021 season. It's the Texas Sprint Racing uh, Championship, uh, the Texas Sprint Racing Series. Let me get that right, the TSRS. Uh, David, you and I have kind of been tracking it for a little bit. Um, you know, growing over the last couple of years and then, man, launching big time at NOLA this year uh, back in March before the SCUSA Winter Nationals, then having a huge race uh, at Denton, Texas with, with North Texas Carters. This really is a good focus on how club karting, regional karting is starting to explode again here in North America. Yeah, Texas has always been a hotbed for karting and as large as it is, there's a lot of racetracks, but there's a lot of racers as well, too. So so you're able to have the the regional programs that have existed over over the last few decades. And and this is certainly have, has become the the program to be part of uh, if you if you're looking for at more than just club racing, for sure, or yeah. the national drivers keeping uh, keeping in tune with uh, what's going on. So it's it's that good in between program that we see a lot you know a lot of different areas in the country that that have a, a program similar to this and we always talk about the the sport as being a, a pyramid right guys it's it's the bottom and it's club racing that's the foundation but the fastest drivers there are those looking for more uh competition maybe move up to the regional level or the racing within their state or their region of course drivers with the budget and the desire and the skills to do so move their way up into national racing, which takes place all over the country. Uh, in terms of the Texas Sprint Racing Series being that regional program, David, you and I always talk about everywhere we go, there's always really, really high, highly talented Texas racers running up front at national level. Well, they cut their teeth and continue race at the regional level. It's probably, Texas is probably one of the regions where we've seen so many of the national national top guys develop. Well, for sure. You know, we, like I just said, it's been it's been a hotbed for karting for the last few decades, for yeah. sure. And, and dating back to when when karting even first began, uh, a lot of the first IKF road race Grand Nationals, Sprint Grand Nationals were in Texas. That was, you know, a big focal point for the organization. And and certainly when SCUSA began, Texas was a big part of it as well, too. So uh, it has a lot of there's a lot of history. And again, it's just that cyclical thing. There's a lot of new racers that are involved in the state, along with a lot of veteran racers and a lot of race teams as well, too, that uh, that come from the Lone Star State. And, and some great uh, said, spectrum of racetracks. You got legendary tracks like North Texas Carters in Denton, which has been around a long time. You got Katy, Texas. But then you got new facilities like Alan Rudolph Speed Sports Racing Park, the Amarillo Kart Circuit uh, out in, in the, the west side of Texas. Kart Moto coming in online now. More facilities coming in in Texas. So let's get things underway. Let's bring our guest in. Uh, from the Texas Sprint Racing Series, the promoter is Brittany Loba. I've uh, been around the sport for a number of years, married her way into one of the uh, big families <laughs> in, in, car in karting, the Lobas. Uh, Brittany, though, uh, obviously your whole family, bo both sides have been part of karting as well, right? Talk, yes. about, talk, talk a little bit about your background in karting before we talk about the series. So my brother, who's 10 years younger than me, had been racing since he was five. So I kind of grew up in the sport. Um, and then we went to Italy and I ended up meeting my husband at the Rotex Grand Nationals in Italy. All right. So, you know, um, it, it's pretty much kind of one of 
those funny things everybody's like man like that's a great story <laughs> so uh i think some people don't even realize that that's how that happened They're like wait you met him at a go-kart track yeah, yeah, well, exactly pretty much then, where our life started but so. then we pulled you in we dragged you yeah. in right you had another you know, career beforehand now you find yourself running this awesome texas sprint racing series uh let's it's been a couple of years what, what was the steps in, in deciding that you were going to you were going to get into the promotion side of things. Well, it's so funny. While we were running a team, uh, or my husband was kind of running the team, and I was helping, you know, him with some of that. I, you know, got bored as if that's possible, and started <laughs> helping on the back end. Um, you know, running registration and learning the different sides of things, and ended up getting asked to um, help out with the Texas Sprint Racing Series as they were kind of just starting out. You know, they had like 60, 70 entries. Yeah and said, you know, I, I see you can bring some value to us. And um, so I, I kind of started helping them and they asked me to come in as a partner and kind of take things further. I ended up taking it over. I just, <laughs> um, as we do sometimes. That's it. And, and just, you know, kind of realizing that I thought I could do more with it. So, um, as things transpired, I ended up partnering up with IKF and then the following year bringing Scusa on board as well and um, just sort of taking it to continuing to grow. We've, um, you know, taken it from 60, 70 entries to we've had over 180 this year at wow. every race. Man. And, um, you know, increasing our, you know, number of sponsors, our prize packages, they're, they're just pretty incredible. You know, we have, all kinds of things happening this year and bigger tracks and um you know lots of, we had 40 entries in our k100 class last uh race That's at north stellar. texas carters yeah. and uh imagine no turn one incidents in uh what? the first Wow. Not a single incident in That's turn. amazing. That's yeah, amazing. they all made it through lap 1. So, well, listen. Um, <laughs> you laid out a bunch of stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna knock things off because there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. To talk about. For the prize package that you put together, all the teams and the and the sponsors you have on board. Let's first start with the racing, right? Because yes. I think that's the key. You guys came out of the gate strong. Obviously, a nicely positioned race at NOLA Motorsports before the Scusa Winter Nationals. That's going to give you a bump as you always do. You know, when you're when you're there. But then that momentum and what you guys did there as an organization moving to, to uh, North Texas Carters at Denton, you have to think, yeah, you know what? We had that big bump where before the winter nap, we're going to get some big teams, but then you had this massive event at Denton, Texas, which really is your core group of people. Let's talk yeah. about that Denton race. Cause all I heard coming up to the race and, and during and after the weekend was it was fantastic. The atmosphere was great. There were like, you know, you had a, a different drivers in, in 206 in the Briggs classes. It was just big all around. It was huge. You know, we um, we kind of lost some of our X30 class, but they've all basically moved into K100. So we just had that epic 40, um, you know, 40 entry class and we put them all on the track for the finale. Like it. So it was, um, you know, I think that we shared the photo and not even all the carts were in the photos that were online for that. You could not even, you know, if you counted that we were still missing some. So wow. it was, um, it was an incredible sight to see. And I think we're gearing up to have close, if not more entries for that K100 
class this race at Speed Sports. I have to believe that uh, we always we have talked this all the time. We believe you know numbers breed numbers. People have that yes. that FOMO, right? Why wasn't I there? Everybody yes. was there, and I wasn't there. Um, did you just in, in the atmosphere and talking to all your customers, talking to the racers, the teams? Is it just a really good vibe, or is, does it feel like Texas is, is like back together with one regional unit? You know, we're we're just like a family at the track. You know, it's funny. I walk around and and you know, you smile, you get high fives, you get. It's just you know, everybody. Um, you know, it, it con people comment all the time. How do you know everybody? And I'm like, well, that's my job. Maybe it's not my job, but I make it my job, right? Yeah. Like, like if I'm standing in registration checking people in, I know almost every customer by name as they come in. So even some of the girls working for me are just you know, can't believe that as I have close to 500 people walking through the door, I can yeah. acknowledge almost every one of them. That's awesome. Hey, David, let's bring it to you. We, how much, you had to talk about karting being a family sport, right? This is, it seems like Texas has really gotten back to where it is that family sport. Even if it's not your family, it's the extended family in the tent, just the extended family in the paddock as a whole. Yeah, I was just going to kind of get into, because there's a lot of teams in Texas. So I think, and you, you being involved in the sport for such a long time, you know a lot of those members who not only own teams, but have been part of teams or, or come in and do mechanic work. Do you think that has been a key factor into the growth is the number of race teams that you actually have supporting the program? Um, you know, it's funny because I had some like of my more grassroots people being like, man, there's too many teams that go, you know, but they bring in our sponsorship. They bring in the coaching, the parts, the the really beneficial part of really growing it. So right. the grassroots stuff is really awesome. And we try to make sure that we don't leave them behind as we grow. And we still have space for the guy bringing his cart in the back of the truck because Good that call. is just awesome. Right. Yeah. We have, you know, 10 to 12 kid carters racing with us, which is just amazing that those, those little five-year-olds fought and, you know, five to seven-year-olds fought and they said, you're not giving us enough track time. They asked for more time. They wanted the exact same amount of time as we were giving all of our senior classes. So, you know, we've really tried to, to make sure that, that we're giving everybody the same value that they get. You know, there's nobody that's feeling left out, be it the guy in the back of the truck or, you know, that's got his one little pop up or, you know, the big team with their semi. Everybody, I think, kind of feels welcome and doesn't feel like, you know, if they're not participating in a semi tent, that they don't have a chance. I like that. They all play, they all pay the same entry fee. Right. right. You know, and and that's kind of where we've tried to make sure that we're really listening to feedback. And, you know, if my little five to seven year olds want to be on the track for 20 minutes, man, we will give you 20 minutes. That's awesome. We pause our face to face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. 
be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at RaceBriggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to cartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. So, and, that, and I was going to say that has to do a lot with the, the class structure that you do have, because as you said, with the Briggs and Stratton kid carts and, and now the ever growing KA 100 programs, it seems like that's where a lot of the grassroots racers are, uh, not only at the club level, but at your level, the regional level, and even the national level where they're moving, you know, slowly up from the club to the regional to the national. So they can do all three spectrums out the back of their pickup truck. Yeah, you know, and we have so many people that are running more than one class with us, right? So mm -hmm. we'll have somebody do a 206 class and a KA class, and they're out there busting their butts all day. You know, it's it's just really fun to get to watch them, you know, do. I have national drivers that are, um, you know, racing two classes. They may race X30 nationally, but they'll come and do 206 and K100. <laughs> 
That alone. Awesome. That is awesome. I love it. All right. So let's talk about, I mentioned the first two races. You guys started the season in March at NOLA. It was mid-April. You were at Denton. Now you've got yeah. a couple of races actually going to be back-to-back at Speed Sports Racing Park. One race, uh, June the 12th, 13th, coming up soon. And then July 24th, 25th. We'll talk a little bit about the reason you had to go to, to um, uh, back to Speed Sports for the, the fourth race of the season. But you got a race coming up uh, just over a week's time. Speed Sports Racing Park, obviously a fantastic facility. If one of the, if not the best facilities uh, in uh, in Texas. Are you excited about that one? How's the how's the pre-entry look for that? The pre-entry, I think we're over one thirty-five already, Ooh. and and uh, looking looking mighty good. Um, and so we're excited. I mean, I got a full paddock. I have, I don't know, maybe ten pit spots left in the paddock. Um, it's it's getting close. We are. I think this this should be the biggest event that they have had at that facility to date. I love it. Um, you, you, you call this one, this is a summer shootout, right? This one's a summer shootout. All right, I love it. Okay. And so, okay, so that's going to be big, obviously, in Speed Sports Racing Park. If you're a Texas racer or outside of Texas and want to come to a big event for a track you've never been to, this is a bucket list facility. I've been there many times. Absolutely love Speed Sports. Great track. Uh, a challenging racetrack, Brittany, too. I know you're driving. Very you're challenging. That. Very challenging, yeah. Uh, but a gr- but is the challenge is physical, but it's also mental because it's such a great track in terms of overtakes. All the race track, David, all the tracks I go to, you know, there's so many passing opportunities. Some are limited. I got to think there's, I think there's at least seven, maybe eight places to legitimately pass at speed sports. Yeah, I mean, when, um, when Alan and them designed it, because I know he wasn't the only one involved, but I'm not going to call it a whole bunch of names here, but yeah, when right. they sat down and designed it, they wanted to make sure that it was competitive, you know? And so the drivers, they're they're tired when they come off that track, man. Yes. It's, it's some work out there, especially with the amount of time we give them. I remember Jake French telling me it was the most physical track he's ever been on. So I think that was uh, that's a good indication that it's tough to drive. It, Exactly. You know, you have these national level drivers that are really busting their butts out there. And and it's just really fun to watch, you know, and you can see so much of the track from different parts. Um, You know, no matter where you stand, you can see almost all of it. I think before we get into why the of the of the move to speed sports in July, Mm -hmm. can you kind of talk about are there going to be differences between uh, next week's event and then the event you're going to have in July? Is it going to be track changes? Is it going to be time changes or is there going to be a little mix up in that? Yes. So the July race, we decided since it would be back to back at the same facility that we decided to make it a night race. Um, We're still pondering the idea of changing the track layout just a bit, but we are definitely making it after dark. So the majority of the event, um, just because we tend to run for several hours a day, the majority of the event will be after dark with the lights, um, especially the final and all that good stuff. So, um, so the, the biggest change for will be that we'll run Friday night and Saturday night as opposed to Saturday and Sunday, uh, you know, so let's let's go to the reason for it. I know that uh, there, we were all kind of intrigued about the Cartmoto facility, right? Um, there was a potential to try to there. What happened in terms of Cartmoto? Because it'd be great to have another facility that we can race on in Texas. What happened with, to to elicit the move to, to Speed Sports? So the track itself at Cartmoto is completely done and ready for us to take, but we have had a wicked winter down here in Texas. It has, I mean, I didn't count the days, but we've had more rain in Texas really? since last summer 
Um, and then the freeze that we had and all the things, you know, it's just been really challenging to get the cement poured for the pit area that we sure. need. Um, if we were running at a smaller rate, like maybe what we were last year or even the year before, we might have been able to make it work. Um, but with the amount of paddock space that we need to park all of these racers, we just couldn't get the cement poured with between all the rain. I, you know, it's it's not due to lack of effort because we've all been out there, um, you know, visiting the facility, working on all the different things. I, I said, if you can get the cement poured, we will bring in all the other things because that's what we'll end up doing in Amarillo. Right. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we have to go a little bit back to basics for some of these tracks. And I'm willing to do that. But, you know, if we can't get enough cement space, you know, that's you not just mud. That's it. Uh, unfortunately, you know, so we're working really hard and we're we'll be there. Um, trying to make sure that we get it set up so that hopefully it's back on the calendar next year. Nice. Good stuff. So it's, 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 it's a good not problem gone to have. completely. Right. You know, it's, they were like, man, you really grew this year. And, uh, so. It's like a little toddler, right? They just grow up really yeah. big. All of a sudden, yeah. what happened to you over one year? Yeah, exactly. You know, you just don't realize it's like you blink and all of a sudden, I mean, my kids did it this year. I'm like, um, what did we feed you? <laughs> you know, you're like, listen, we see it all the time at the racetrack. We come back and there's some kid there that, you, that like grew like six inches over this, over the, yes. his suit doesn't fit him anymore. We're like, what happened to you? Exactly. And listen, it can happen to racing series as well. So June the 12th, 13th, that is the summer shootout at Speed Sports. July 24th, 25th, the midsummer mashup, I believe you're calling it, for the yeah. round four at Speed Sports. Let's go to the season finale. I personally love this racetrack. I went and announced a couple of races there. I, I raced one, one weekend there as well. Amarillo Kart Circuit, a scaled-down version of the Istanbul uh, Formula One circuit in Turkey. A, a challenging racetrack as well. I like Amarillo, too. There's a bunch of great restaurants in Amarillo. But all, all in all, a kind of a cool place to, to wrap up. Like you said, it doesn't have all the amenities, right? you got to bring stuff in to be able to put on a race there. But it is a fun racetrack. It is a fun racetrack. And as we've done the past several years, we will also have our end-of-the-year banquet and raffle and all that stuff at that facility. So we always do a really fun event, um, not only the racing event, but on Saturday night, we bring out catering and we do a big prize raffle and we have a ton of stuff, not just our normal prize package, but this is other stuff from uh, pressure washers to sets of tires to entry for the final wow. year and, you know, whatever else we can kind of put together. Um, and so we give that not just to our champions, to anybody that kind of comes out. We do a giant raffle nice. um, as part of our end of the year banquet, not championship banquet, but just banquet to celebrate all of our racers because we want them all to feel important. It's not, you know, just about those people that are winning at the end of the year because they're great. I mean, we love them, but <laughs> we want to make sure everybody knows that, that we celebrate them and appreciate them all coming out all year. You mentioned big prizes and you, you know, I went down, went through the website and I, I knew this before, but man, you got a lot of stuff going on. First, we second, have a lot of stuff. You're, you're really leveraging, you're leveraging your relationship with Scusa. You leverage your relationship with the IKF in terms of grand national tickets. Tickets, uh, yes. Super Nationals prize package, and then you put together your own uh, Texas Sprint Racing Series package where if you win a championship, you get supported for the next year, right? Correct. 
So um, our champions all the way around get the entire year of racing in 2022 completely free. Um, not tires, but they get entry completely free. Yeah. Um, and then plus, depending on the class, they have the opportunity to race, like you said, Supernats um, or IKF Grands. And most of those championship packages also include tires at the Supernats or IKF Grands. That's huge, huge, you know, value there. Yeah, no doubt. Um, plus the guaranteed start on Super Sunday for any classes that have LCQs. Which is uh, a little, ace, a little yeah. ace in the hole, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like our KA class, they're second place. Um, they also get Grand Nats, IKF. So since they are a um, Scusa and IKF, they have the opportunity for both. So first place goes to Supernaut, second place goes to Grand. I had that written down. That's that's really cool. I love that. Now listen, to, to put this together, obviously we get a chance to talk to you. You've been in the sport a long time, but as you know, and, I, and you've done this, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Let's talk about the staff that you've wrapped around you, because really, you know, you're the point of contact when you come in for registration, get things underway. You're the promoter, but yes. a, good, a good promoter always steps back and lets their staff handle race weekends. Who have you assembled? <laughs> Uh, in Texas to, to, to run your uh, to run your events. So we have John Over coming in as our race director, and he um, also helps out Scusa nationally. So he is, you know, awesome. He gets to see firsthand what's going on all over the country. Um, so he's really helpful. We have, and we actually share several staff with the Scusa national team, um, which again, you know, it gives them that experience on, you know, coming with us and being able to, to kind of make better calls all the way around, hopefully. Uh, my registration team is awesome. I have my girl Trish and she just, she really has stepped up when I have to be in other places. Cause that used to be, you know, when we were smaller, I could kind of hang out there and help so, out with all those things. Um, let's see. I have, um, you know, and just we pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Motor mounts are critical to producing 100% of the power your engine has to get you on the podium each and every time. Odenthal Racing Products provide the best motor mounts in the karting market today. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience, providing products with unmatched quality and value for the karting market. Our newest product is the Pro Series mount for two-cycle engines, available in 0, 5, and 8-degree angles, providing a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a medium with fins underneath to help dissipate heat off the engine. Our four-cycle EZ set is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability, depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, ORP wedge clamps get the job done, featuring a number of updates to its design for a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro sizes. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, made in the USA. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, P3 
PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. There's a new hot button name in American safety equipment, Stilo USA. Every product with Stilo is focused on safety, comfort, and function. Stilo USA is happy to provide you with the proper safety apparel to keep you protected on the track, and their karting lineup is second to none. The ST5 KRT karting helmet is available for $599. Manufactured using a lightweight and extremely strong composite material, the KRT provides an excellent fit and comfort level due to its dual-density interior foam lining, and it's equipped with a symmetrical visor that offers excellent vision and an effortless central visor locking system. The ST5 CMR standard was developed jointly by the FIA Institute and Snell Memorial Foundation to ensure safer and lighter weight helmets for the younger carters. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels, lightweight construction, and the unparalleled field of vision. The perfect youth helmet is available for $549. Stilo didn't stop with their helmets either. The newly developed Carbon Curva Rib Protector is unlike any on the market with its form-fitting solution to offer superior protection. Head to StiloHelmets.com to review these and many more products to keep you safe on the track. Stilo, any competition, one helmet. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Um, we've, we kind of keep acquiring different people and we have a few moms from our, you know, racers, but otherwise, um, we try to bring in people that are not necessarily associated with racers so that we know that we're getting really good calls and no favoritism going on as much as possible. So with everything that you've got put together, we've talked about the fact you got a great schedule, you're going to great racetracks, you got good momentum coming out of the season, you're going to have a great race on the 12th and 13th of June as well at Speed Sports. What's it, What's the future look like? Is it, is it all about just trying to keep growing slowly and just bringing more teams and more sponsors in? Because you've got a lot of great stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, we want to just, you know, keep this momentum going. Like I said, we've pretty much grown every year um, and, and it's great. Um, my biggest problem now is finding tracks that can hold us, right? Because as you grow, that's um, that's always fun. We're, we're sad to say goodbye to some of our smaller local tracks. You know, we really miss those, like the track itself. Mm -hmm. Um, so as some of these newer tracks like cart moto come in and they have facilities that can hold us, um, you know, we're excited to kind of see some new face, uh, some new tracks and, and maybe go back to some old ones. I know there's some other 
facilities that are working on sometimes getting a second track or re you know reviving their facilities and um you know as much as we love going to speed sports more than once uh, our hope is that next year it can be has as planned this year where every race is at a different facility yeah yeah no doubt um you know and making sure um because we really like this single race format versus having um you know double headers double headers are fun but um it's exhausting for our racers with the amount of time we give them on the track so you you know and and it probably puts a little bit more pressure on those grassroots racers who like to only go to the racetrack once or maybe twice on a weekend you know where they can they can show up saturday morning or friday morning and be home by by sunday and have that still have that that day off or and and less less money they have to spend uh, per race weekend. That's it too. Right. We really try to keep um, our race entry uh, like budget friendly, less like mandatory purchases all the way around. We want to support our teams too. We want them to feel like they can still come support their drivers and not feel like, you know, it's all um, just so taxing on everybody. So it's a, I mean, at our last event, we even had, you know, like a Nerf war event that we did. We try to do fun stuff if we can. Yes. We took to the, we actually did it on the track. So it was really fun. Wow. All right. That's taking, taking about eight hours to pick up all the Nerf bullets all over the place. Right. <laughs> well, you know, that was the second part of it is, is uh, since we were able to get a sponsor for that event, we had the kids pick them up and whoever brought me back the most Nerf bullets got a little bit of, of uh, prize money with that too. So That's drawing on being a mom right there. <laughs> How do I clean this up? And get them to do it. Good for they you. They still had their suits on. They had Nerf bullets in every part of their suit. It was awesome. These kids oh, had so much fun out there. That's awesome. Hey, listen, let's wrap up and talk about the sponsors because any program like this, you have to have sponsors, you know, class sponsors, whatever it may be, to provide a lot of the funding to make this happen. Yeah. I know you got a great sponsor group together. It'll give you the opportunity just to kind of go through the sponsors that you have. Yeah, we have um, – have my – Yes, yes, yes. I mean, we had Texas Barge, who's been a huge sponsor here in Texas for a long time, and they're amazing. Um, so they're our title sponsor. And then we have, you know, Briggs Racing that's come in and sponsored us with a lot of our raffle prizes and things like that. So we usually raffle things off every race. Um, we have Avinco, Scusa, IKF. They're always, always wonderful to us. Um, and then, you know, we have all of our class sponsors, AM Excavating, Precision Fab Works. Um, Actually, I think they wanted to go with their precision storm shelters this year. They have multiple businesses. Um, That's good. Right. We have um, Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, International Mechanical Services, uh, Crosslink. We have Fullerton Motorsports. We have Exertech, um, Kart Racing Solutions. Um, Amarillo Kart Circuit is one of our sponsors. Seville Electric. We have Core Karting, 4T Concrete. Um, and the partner with Briggs is Ferris Motors. Um, we have Performance Stop as our safety sponsor this year. Um, Aim Sports with Microns or stopwatches. They always give us some fun prizes. That's awesome. Um, RLV, VP Fuels. Um, Besser Health is our banquet sponsor this year. 
And um, we had so many people interested in supporting us this year. We had fast lap sponsors from Carding Depot and Arcane Motorsports, um, our clothing sponsor from The Ashes. And, um, and last year and every year at the raffle, we give a sponsorship pra uh, package away. So we also have Himes Racing that won our sponsorship package last year. So That's awesome. That's we have so much support here in Texas. It's incredible. <laughs> well, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Obviously a great look into uh, more of the positivity that's going on in the sport. I think, you know, for a lot of us, when everything happened, uh, you know, in 2020 back in March, we wondered how the sport was going to be able to handle it. We were somehow able to open up and go racing. And really, I think it was a big thing for the sport. It seemed like a lot of people realized how great karting is as a family sport, just being able to get outside and everybody kind of embraced it. And that's why we've seen so much more momentum moving forward. And, and to be able to have Texas, you know, as one of the models of a regional program where someone's going in, the tracks are working together. It's, it's good to have a model like this. Everybody can see what kind of momentum you can have when people work together. Yeah, I mean, last year was crazy. We were very, very lucky. We only had to cancel one race and made it up with the double header. So our Texans were, you know, they were diehards, man. They did not want to leave the track. I like it. I like so, it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Well, listen, good luck at Speed Sports, June the 12th and 13th. I love the fact you're doing the night race in July. And then, of course, capping things off, Amarillo. I'll give that date again, September 18th and 19th. Amarillo Kart Circuit, a fantastic track. But, Brittany, congrats on everything you and your staff is doing. I love to see it for, for Texas karting. It seems like you guys have so much momentum. I uh, hope things keep rolling to the end of the season for you. Thank you so much. Me too. <laughs> I love it. Dave, thank you so much. Brittany, take care. Uh, we'll wrap things up here. David, this is it, right? You, you look back at Texas. You and I have been doing a lot of races in Texas. Scusa Pro Tour, Scusa Pro Moto Tour races, IKF Road Race Grand National, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? There's a lot of races we've gone to in Texas because, like you said, karting started in California, but man, it's just such a karting group in Texas. And I love seeing it kind of, I don't want to say it fell off, but it was kind of disorganized a bit there. People were going in different directions. It seems to me like everybody's pointed back in the same direction, which is exciting. Yeah, and you get that with all the different areas and, yeah. and different sections of, of the country and North America and the world even. You know, when, when you know, FIA changes things, it's, it's a, it takes a little bit of time to, for everybody to get back behind it. And and now, you know, obviously with the numbers that she's talking about, there's a lot of people in Texas, not only racers, but teams. And as she said, all the different companies that are just throwing their support into the program. And, it. and it's a great problem to have being it's too big. Uh, you know, we're seeing that, you know, we saw that with the pro tour where we have to go to these bigger facilities in order to hold it all. USPKS, yep. they're having that problem right now. They have to go to race, race facilities that are too big, but for a regional program to have that problem, it's, it's amazing. And that just, that tells you that the, the growth is there. There's a lot of growth right now in the sport of karting. And that, that's a great example of, of where, of, of what's going on. And I think you could hear it in Brittany's voice, and that was exciting for me. It's all it's it's about the customer service, right? The customer uh, who having their experience at the racetrack, and I think that's obviously something that so many of the organizations are really getting a hold of now. You got customers coming in, you want to give them a great racing experience, so they go home and tell guys to come back and race with you next time. So, again, and, and, right? and she's right. As a promoter, it is your job to know everybody's name that comes <laughs> through the door because they're your they're your customer. You're there that's to it. take care of what they need, what they want, what they would like. You know, that's a big thing too. She's listening to what what things they like, what things they don't like. So it, it's great to see that. And on behalf of David and I, it's hard to remember everybody. So if you come oh, out, yeah. out wearing your carding suit, 
just say or helmet or, or helmet <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> exactly I, I love it all right folks that was a great chat Brittany Loboff from the T uh, texas sprint racing series tremendous karting program in texas you've heard all the racetracks they go to uh, a lot of big things happening this year three more big races two at speed sports one in september at uh, the amarillo kart circuit in west texas fantastic track if you go there go to 575 pizzeria fantastic pizza I've, every time i've gone there i've been there it's awesome great beer as well great beer lineup now yeah. i'm craving pizza it's so good david it's so darn good <laughs> i'm telling you it's so good uh again great series folks thank you so much for joining us here on another edition of face to face lots more to come on behalf of Brittany, david myself rob howden book it